Hi, I'm Jason Holcomb, and you're listening to Jason's Journal. It's a podcast that I set up uh, about my journeys on the autism spectrum, uh, specifically Asperger's syndrome. And if you don't know me, I'm Jason Holcomb. I live here in West Central Minnesota, more is to be precise. And once again, I set up this podcast as a bit of a journal of my experiences on the autism spectrum. It's not a semi, it's not a regularly uh, scheduled uh, journal. Uh, so to speak, you know, I try to do it as much times as I can. Sometimes I get busy with work or other things, and that's why, um, that's why this one is like over a month since the last episode, which was talking about my experiences working in radio. That's where I work at. I work at KMRS KKOK in Morris, Minnesota, and you know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about here on my last episode of 2021, and I figured, you know, something that I find really cool, I share every year when it happens, and, you know, because I, uh, I'm i on Spotify with this podcast, I figured I would share my Spotify-wrapped 2020 result, uh, 2021 results, not just uh, the podcast-wrapped-up uh, results, but may, uh, the majority of this episode will be about my music wrapped, as I told you before in episode three, that I love music. I've always loved music, and well, I'm a big music nerd, and I just wanted to share, you know, the stats of uh, this episode. I mean, uh, share the stats on this episode of what happened in 2021 for music and Spotify and me, because I just figured, you know, that's a cool way to end 2021. Now, a little disclaimer about this episode is the, some of the statistics, except for the spot of, uh, the podcast rap statistics, which I got um, pretty re- pretty recently, so it's up to date. Well, the music stats, like for the minutes uh, and song, uh, how many minutes of music I've been playing, well, they did it in the beginning of December, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I would just think maybe you should do it on the last full week of December, you know, for a more accurate count. But well, whatever, you know, it's per- it is. It's not like it's lying. It's just a little out of date. That's all. But I wanted to share Spotify Rap 2021 on this episode 21 of Jason's Journal. You know, a nice cool way to end off. Uh, the year 2021, my first full year of being a broadcaster, which will be coming up in early February. That's when the first episodes dropped. But anyway, let's talk about, um, well, briefly, uh, since last we talked, well, I celebrated my eighth year at the radio station, and it was pretty low-key, the celebration, but it's also a very busy time for me. As I mentioned before um, in the other episode, hey, it's been a while, well, I was um, a co-worker of mine I worked with for five years. He was let go, and so there was this other guy who was supposed to fill in for him, but he didn't last very long at all. So uh, our station switched from a three-person, three-shift broadcasting day kind of thing during the week normal. It used to be morning guy, afternoon guy, and nighttime guy. I was the nighttime guy. Now I am the afternoon guy officially now but i also brought uh record the night broadcast so i have to make sure everything is going good after uh, six o'clock is when i'm officially out of the building most nights so you know it's been kind of a hassle there's it's a lot more work because obviously the amount of hours i'm on the air uh, officially with recording and then also it's a lot more work with programming and I've been taking up more uh, uh, more tasks and more uh, chores, so to speak, at the station. And I'm just, you know, it was overwhelming for quite a while, no doubt about it. But uh, especially in this past month, because I had to basically put together all, I had to put together all the uh, Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving greetings that our station usually does every year. And that was a lot of work, a lot of commercials and lots of pieces moving around and I was just like oh the time I was over I was like freedom I even tweet uh texted Brett a gif of the image from um what is it uh from the Shawshank Redemption where he finally escapes the prison freedom that was me yeah so that's what I've been dealing with and also some issues with well some other issues work you know it's uh annoying but it nothing to do with my immediate the immediate people at work, some policy issues that 
I don't want to go deep into because I just go really deep into it and I just be kind of spoil the mood. Also, some other issues going on in my life. But other than that, I've just been really, really busy and I do apologize for taking this long time to get this episode done. So, this is how we're going to do it, this episode. Our first segment, um, we're going to split it up to two main segments. Our first segment is looking back at Jason's journal in 2021 because not only uh, the, like I said, Spotify not only does a wrapped uh, feature for your own personal library, music library, but they also do it if you're, I found out uh, on the app that I record this uh, episodes on, I also do a wrapped for my podcast, like number of plays, stuff like that. And I just wanted to share that briefly with you. That's uh, much more, much less, uh, the music one is going to be a little bit more in depth. And I'll tell you why, because we are going to count down my top, we're going to talk about the top five songs of my uh, Spotify rap. And actually, we're going to play each song. I want, maybe I wanted to do 10, but the top 10, but you know, they only gave, um, I had to really look hard to find the top ten. They usually just give you your top five songs, and well, I didn't. We don't have enough time to do all top ten, so we're just going to count down the top five songs of twenty twenty one for me. And I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we get to the music rap segment. Okay, first let's get to the podcast rap segment. And um, in twenty twenty one, you know, it was obviously my first year on the podcast um, with Jason's Journal and. Minus this episode, I've released a total of 20 episodes so far on the podcast, and also, as of this recording, 585 views, 585 views from the podcast, or listens to, I mean, in 2021. That's the official uh, numbers that that, uh, Anchor gives me, and Anchor is the app that I record these podcasts on, and I'm it could be very well that either that's um, a com- that's probably a complete undercount of the amount of episodes uh, listened to over the years, you know, because um, who knows? That could be a, just a total uh, undercount of how many episodes that I've been that has been played and or had my all the episodes I've listened uh, that has been listened to in twenty twenty one. So five hundred eighty five listens and uh, taking a look at the, well, uh, I just had the statistics right here, taking a look at the statistics for the, which one is the top five episodes in my podcast, well, and the top five episodes according to, uh, for the podcast, according to Anchor, well, let's uh, start at number five, that would be fun stuff where i talked about all the fun stuff i like to do in my free time comes in at 37 listens in so far uh, these are unofficial numbers i'm not quite sure the total number of uh, total plays with um spot with wrapped i, I with wrapped and you know anchor because um the analytics uh, it, they could be uh, totally undercount again anyway uh number four is pets coming in at 38 uh, listens that was episode seven yeah, episode seven, right after the art episode. And then Emotions was number eight. And uh, Fun Stuff, which came uh, came in at number five, was episode nine. All right, episode two, Sports, is, uh, number, is number three on the top five episodes. And that comes in with 50 listens. And that's got to be one of my favorites because it really helps set up uh, the, um, oh, what's the, so, helps set up the format of the show. Of course, the opening episode, let me introduce myself, is number two. Well, not of course, but that is the, of course, it is the opening episode. That came in at number two with 53 listens. And finally, episode five is the number one highest rated, uh, highest played episode is social skills. And that was a big one for me. Um, you know, I got a lot of uh, feedback on that episode, and a lot of people shared that episode. A friend of mine, uh, Tyler shared that episode on his Facebook page. He said it was really inspirational. Although uh, that episode was different than others because I recorded it on my headphones while wearing my headphones, and I thought, "Oh, this would be a really good way to record it." And well, uh, it it did record not horribly, but it did record it differently because uh, it has a small microphone of itself, and so the microphone sounded kind of. 
comparatively speaking to me just talking to it right now, what I'm doing right now, it sounded like I was kind of in a tunnel. So that was the only thing that was a little different with that episode. Still a great episode content-wise, just uh, on the production side of things. But hey, you can't always have a perfect production, uh, no matter how hard you try. All right, now let's get into the main event of Spotify Rap 2021 on Jason's Journal as we look back. Um, you know, I I just want to say I shared this because now, because I actually shared it, I share it a lot since the Spotify Rap came uh, out. You know, every year they send us a notification, what kind of songs do we listen to? And I'm usually kind of, I'm uh, mostly not surprised. Sometimes I'm a little surprised what makes the top five or what is the artist and something like that and usually it's uh it's not like i i gotta admit it's not like um they're way different artists every year like you know year to year there's actually just been a lot more reliability uh, you know the most of the songs that make the top five are ones that uh you know i've are pretty much are from a song that i really really love and that's why i play it a lot so and sometimes they would uh, they would who was in the top five one year will just still be in the top five the next year, you know? And then, um, yeah, because, um, you know, I really play these songs a lot because I'm guessing it has to do a little bit with my Asperger's. Like if I hear something really cool, I just like to play it over and over again, you know, to the point where I stop playing it for a while and then pick it up again. I'm like, Oh, you know, kind of weird like that. And well, there's a lot of people on the spectrum who do that as well, but you know, it's uh, it's one of those things, one of those small things about people on the spectrum. If they like something, they'll play it a lot. And you know, and the songs that make up this top, these top five, uh, there seems to be a common theme. Even if it's not a common emo- emotion, the common theme is emotion. Is because, well, I like emotional stuff. I mean, I like emotional songs, you know, songs, you know, you really feel when you're happy, when you really feel when you're sad or angry. You know, I love love songs. Love is an emotion. I have a lot of, I have a certain playlist dedicated to my favorite love songs. And I also have a a playlist dedicated to my favorite, you know, songs, you know, I want to feel, you know, when I'm feeling sad or alone, you know, because, um, you know, because listening to emotional music can be very cathartic. It means it can mean getting out all the stress, all the bent up emo- pent up emotion that usually builds up inside of me. And I just I don't want to listen to something that you know. If I'm feeling down, you know, I don't want to listen to something that you know will give me false hope or something like that. I want to work through the pain and just listen to something like ah, and that you know just you know let it all out. Let that. Like uh, the Who said, love rain over me and, you know, just let it rain down on me. And speaking of which, that will really tie into our first song, uh, the number one song of 2021. And no, it's not love rain over me by the Who, although I do love that song. I play it quite a lot. No, it's something else. But in the same theme, you know, so it's not like a common emotion, like they're all sad songs or all angry songs or all happy songs. It's just that they convey a lot of emotion to it there's just a lot of emotion to it but i don't just listen to songs that are emotional you know obviously you can't listen to all those i mean if you listen to a very thoughtful emotional song all the time uh, it you know gets kind of lost when you're trying to you know do something like if you're driving down the road you just want a song with a good beat you know, or you're partying, you want a song with a good beat, you're not necessarily listening to the lyrics or trying to conjure up the emotions, you're just trying to dance, you're trying to rock, obviously, I have lots of songs like that, but, you know, I just like songs that make you feel, you know, stuff like that, and not necessarily songs about making a statement about something, not all the time, it depends on what the statement is. I just like songs that, make, that really get to you, that make you feel something. You know, both good and bad. You know, both happy and sad. That's just the the way I roll. And we're gonna count down the top five. And oh, one more thing. I also love songs that are kind of like dreamlike. You know, usually they're kind of low tempo, and you just feel like they're you're kind of in a dream. You know, 
you hear it a lot in pop songs, or you also, I think psychedelic music is also pretty dreamlike, because, wow, 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 no, yeah, yeah, you know, because it's not like, it's not like super paced, you know, you could just feel it like you're in a dream, or you're in a kind of a trance, I love songs like that, in fact, I have an entire playlist to uh, dedicated to that, it's called Dream Network, and Oftentimes the songs will be about dreams, you know, specifically about dreams. Other times, you know, there's songs that, you know, that you feel like they would be kind of like the soundtrack to your dream network, so to speak. Your network, the little, you know, the network in your head of all the dreams you have. And it's a mix of both happy and sad because a lot of dreams are happy and sad. A lot of dreams are angry a lot of dreams maybe just scary or a lot of dreams are just well let's face it screwed up <laughs> but you know that's um if you don't if you haven't checked it out on my spotify i have a playlist called dream network and i continuously add to it you know just songs that i feel are pretty dreamy and not all of them are quiet some of them are pretty have get pretty intense but you know there's a certain other I mean, because sometimes the dream can start out slow and then you're just like picking up the pace at certain moments of the song. But there's just a certain dreamlike quality to certain songs that, you know, really draw me to it, you know, and they can also be the funny thing is they can also be those deep, thoughtful, emotional songs, but they can also just be a song that, you know, you just jam to like, for example, uh, Churn Me Loose is in the playlist because uh, by Loverboy because it starts off slow like a dream and then it picks up with a guitar solo and then he gets and then they get to the singing and I just like it feels like a dream you know it just feels dreamy stuff like that anyway all right now let's uh, look at music rap but before we go into the top twenty five let's talk about the statistics you know and these are you know, could be outdated statistics because when I, I can't remember what day I got Spotify wrapped um, for in 2021, but it said here that I listened so to a total, quote unquote, of 43,014 minutes. I'm like, yeah, that happens. I play music all the time. I play music. I play my Spotify all the time. I play it when I'm at home while I'm cleaning. I play it when I'm trying to, you know, just laying it down on the couch. I play it when I'm playing video games because I love to have a soundtrack to my video games unless I really need to pay attention. Also, I play it in the car. I play. Uh, I play it sometimes at work. You know, when I'm do- you know busy doing something and I don't need to pay attention to something else. I'm trying to get something done. You know. Uh, just play a little, just pull out my phone, listen to it on the speaker, stuff like that. Especially if I, I'm having a song stuck, I have a song playing in my head, I want to listen to it now. That's when I'm going to pull out the phone. All right. Oh, well, 43,000. So, yeah, 43,000 minutes. I'm sure there's people who listen to a lot more music, uh, you know, minute-wise than me. But 43,000 definitely sounds like my uh, realm. All right, let's take a look at my top five genres. Singer-songwriter, that comes in at number five, and I'm not quite sure what singer-songwriter is. I think, well, I know back in the, there was like this CD back when I was a kid, they, they called it the singer-songwriter collection, a lot of soft rock songs from the 1970s, you know, and it's just like all the people who did these songs, they wrote them, you know, it's not like... It, as opposed to the big band music where, you know, the person may sing the song, may sing it very well, but usually they're not the ones coming up with the arrangements or the lyrics. They're just, you know, just doing the voice. So, yeah, that makes sense. Contemporary country, I'm not quite sure. That's number four. I don't know what that really means, contemporary country, but I do like country. Um and I like, actually, I do like some of the songs that come out now. Some some of the best songs that are, I do, some of the songs that I've listened to a lot come from country songs that just were released now. But these tend to be the emotional songs, you know, the songs that make you feel or something like that. Not any of this, like, bro country that or something like that. I'm more of the emotional side. Some people will say, oh, you're emotional. Are you an emo? No, I'm not an emo. I'm just, uh, I just like a song that makes you feel something, you know? 
Okay, number three, soft rock. And some people be like, soft rock, what are you, a wuss? And it's like, no. It's just I like a mellow. I like to listen to mellow songs. I like to listen to hard, rocky songs. But, you know, a lot of soft rock, I think, is really underappreciated. And some people will just go, you know, be. And I know this from my boss, um, Bill. He loves to listen to hard, progressive rock. And he's like, well, I'm not much into Main Street stream soft rock and like okay to each his own you know because you know that's you know when back when i was a kid we all my mom primarily listened to country music or disney music we didn't listen to a lot of soft rock or any top 40 stuff a lot so soft rock the singer songwriter stuff that i've just mentioned the cds that we were listening to well that was my gateway into music other than that so a special place in my life for soft rock. And by the way, some soft rock songs are a lot more well done than some hard rock songs, quote-unquote, or some other bands like that. Also, country rock. That comes in number two. I like country rock. I'm thinking it's just like a mix of rock music with a little twang in it. And I'll definitely love that. I love the Eagles. I like... Um, I'm forgetting who else um, does country rock, but I definitely love the Eagles, who are probably one of the biggest ambassadors of country rock music. So, yeah, I do like country rock. And so, finally, number one comes in, my top genre, classic rock. Uh, No surprise there. I love a lot of classic rock. I love, not saying I don't like new music at all. No, it's just I like a lot of the classic rock songs because I mentioned this before, you know, um... Like I said, I we listened to a lot of country music. We listened to a lot of Disney music uh, when we were kids. And, you know, for me to f- branch out and to just look at these old songs and really appreciate them, it's like being in a, tr- it's like going on a treasure hunt. You're just like, whoa, just how come I've never heard about this before? And, you know, some people will be like, oh, you listen to a lot of oldies. And I'm like, well, to me, they're a lot more like, you know, newly discovered music, not really oldies, oldies. Although I do use the word oldies old uh, to to describe certain songs, but yeah, listen to a lot of classic rock. I uh, my um, favorite classic rock usually is Bruce Springsteen or Led Zeppelin, and also um, other many different artists. You know, there's so many artists in my uh, oh Lou Reed. I have a lot of his music, uh, and so I, I do listen to a lot of classic rock. All right, so now we look at the top five genres, and before we get to the top five songs, let's go down to the top five artists uh, that was ranked. To coming in at number five, Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> and people are like, what? Sarah McLachlan? The, ga- the gal who sings, In the arms of an angel. I wasn't going to try, uh, you know, to go full blown on the song because i can't do it you know obviously but i do love sarah mclaughlin i thought her cd the song that has the song angel was really well done it's just, a lot of it's pretty emotional it's a pretty emotional cd but she's very it's very well done you know, i think people she gets a lot of heart you know she gets a lot of crap from certain music critics and stuff like that like oh it's so mushy mushy and stuff like that I was like whatever you know, this, she she's feeling it. I'm feeling it. I like it. And also, I'm just a big fan of female singers. In fact, this list will show that actually three out of the five top five uh, lady uh, artists that I've listened to are women. And that comes in at number four, Martina McBride, country music artist. Martina McBride, I loved her since I was a kid. I love her music, uh, especially the song Independence Day, very emotional song very painful song not happy at all but it's you know it's really well done it's an important song uh, especially with the message behind it and so and i lost i listened to her a lot of her other hits too in fact um on the radio station i would periodically switch out songs like uh, we heard this artist too much you know let's have a flashback to miss martina because she was a big she was a big hit maker for country music back in the day sadly not so much anymore but Yep, she comes in at number four. Number three, Bruce Springsteen. Yes, number three, Bruce Springsteen. And I love uh, all of his uh, first eight albums. I admit I haven't moved past, uh, you know, on his uh, 
you know, discography, discography. I haven't really gotten past uh, Tunnel of Love uh, because I the first eight, you know, Tunnel of Love up to uh, Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Those are the ones I've listened to already uh, because they were on the top 500 albums list from Rolling Stone. So, but, so I haven't really moved out much beyond those albums, but... Um, I just listen to a lot of Bruce Springsteen because he can make you cry. He can make you feel like it's a party. You can make you think and stuff like that. And he can just really, you know, just really draw you in. And so I just listen to well, uh, I listen to a lot of Bruce Springsteen for for various reasons. I love the just the I love the emotion the, in the. And the album Tunnel of Love, I love the, you know, uh, cautious optimism that, be, uh, you know, began with darkness on the edge of town and then went through the river. And then I also love the just the world weary view of Nebraska, you know, the one he recorded without the E Street Band. He just recorded it himself and, you know, just the moral dilemmas and also just the moral, well, you know, just. The moral stories in the album Nebraska is one of my favorites. All right, coming in at number two. Well, this is a pretty much a newcomer for me. You know, I've always liked Cheryl Crow. Uh, you know, just a few songs that I played for her over the years. I haven't listened to her too much. Then I listened to her a lot this year, mainly because um, we've been playing more Cheryl Crow on our radio station, and I'm just like, oh, this. She is quite a talent, so I've been playing a lot of her songs as of late uh, on my own podcast, or on my own Spotify, so yeah, uh, no surprise then, she made the top five. And then finally, number one, oh, this is no surprise, I think he's the reigning champion of my number one artists, uh, maybe except for 2019, but my all t- one of my all-time, probably my all-time favorite artists is Jackson Brown, and Jackson Brown... He writes, he's just a masterful songwriter, writes some very emotional stuff and some stuff that makes you think. And I, I play it a lot. I play um, um, late for the, uh, the albums, late for the sky for every man, as well as uh, the pretender a lot. So I play that a lot. I sing that a lot. So no surprise here. Jackson Brown is my uh, number one artist of 2021 and throughout the majority of my Spotify wrapped, um, series so to speak okay now we talk talk about the other statistics you know uh, plays artists genres now we got to go to the main event counting down the top five songs of 2021 and like i said all these songs are emotional in their own way and they're also different in their own way and uh, we're gonna go start off with we're gonna play these in these entireties. I am not in their entirety. I am not a guy who likes to just play little clips of a song. You know, I think you gotta really enjoy the product. And so, um, for length reason, we're only gonna do the top five. So, but they're not too long as songs anyway. All right, coming in at number five. This is one uh, I just was introduced to the song last year in late 2020, but I play it a lot because. It's not mostly emotional, like it doesn't make me feel like, oh, it, it's more dreamlike. It's very a dreamlike song. It's from The Church. It was a, their biggest hit. It's an Australian band, their biggest hit here in the U.S. It's from the 1980s, and I play it periodically on my own program at work, and uh, it's from The Church. The song is, the, the band is called The Church, and the song is Under the Milky Way, and You'll just find out it's just very dreamlike. It has this kind of like, you know, the picture of what I think the song's plot is. It's not fully formed. It's just like there's a lot of, um, what's the word? You would use uh, a lot of, um, what is it? Not subtlety. You know what I mean? The nuance there's a little bit of nuance to the song is it a happy song is it a sad song is it a song about longing for somebody but here we go uh, let's play under the milky way by the church on KMRS on jason's journal <laughs> so used to saying KMRS anyway um let's play the song
Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Lower the curtain down on right I got no time for private consultation Under the Milky Way tonight Wish I knew what you Okay, well, we're counting down the top five on the Spotify Wrap 2021 episode of Jason's Journal, and we number five was Under the Milky Way by the Church. Number four, well, it dropped down from being number one from last year because I played this song a lot from last year. It's number uh, coming in at number four. 
is Better Man by Pearl Jam. And I'm surprised Pearl Jam didn't make uh, the list of my top artists, although I got to admit uh, the two albums I've listened to are really great, but I got to admit uh, this song and uh, their other song, Jeremy, are pretty much the two songs I listen to the most of them because they're just really powerful songs. And this one in particular, this one is um, it was written by Eddie Vedder, and it was about his uh, the man he thought was his biological dad. Turns out it was just his stepfather, but his stepfather was a, let's face it, a jerk to his mother. And the song is about, the lyrics uh, say that she can't find a better man, that she's just trapped in this relationship with this bad man. And, you know, I think, um, you know, there is, um, it, you know, uh, as a personal connection to me, the whole concept of better man can't find a better man that's not it's not autobiographical it's just more i've seen it you know in relationships with people i've known that they get trapped in these relationships both men and women trapped in these relationships if they're not well if they're not bad you know i'm not saying they're all abusive relationships or they're getting hurt but they're getting trapped in a relationship that's a dead end and so they're um just not really happy about it and i just think that's the whole part that's um what draws me to and i've seen this a lot in my life ironically and this is coming from a guy who's never been in a committed relationship before so but i i this is what i noticed you know just because i don't know firsthand about relationships myself my personal experiences doesn't mean i don't observe what goes on in a relationship between two people and i've seen it a lot of my life both men and women uh, trapped in a relationship wishing they found a better man or a better woman in their case, uh, depending on who they are. So here we go. This is um, this is uh, number four hit in 2021, formerly the number one hit of 2020, according to Spotify Wrapped. It's Pearl Jam and Better Man on Jason's Journal. Watching the clock, it's four o'clock, it's got to stop Tell her, take no more She practices her speeches He opens the door, she rolls over Pretends to sleep as he looks her over She lies and says she's in Talk. 
Okay, we're back at it on Jason's Journal, counting down the top five songs of uh, 2021, according to Spotify Wrapped. This is a Spotify Wrapped episode. Maybe I'll make this into an annual tradition on the podcast because I just like talking about these uh, these songs. And maybe if we, you know, if these songs make a reappearance in the top five, we'll we'll talk about another song that made the top ten that we didn't talk about before because I don't want to repeat myself too much. Okay, number three. This is emotional, but this is a much more happier song because, or happier in the in the context of, you know, it's not like, oh, I have no love in this world and I'm feeling bad about it. Well, the song is about I want to fall in love, but, you know, love, you know, just want to feel that rush. You want to feel that, uh, you know, just being in the whirlwind of being in love. I think that's a good emotion to have you know you want to fall in love even if you've never been in a committed relationship before and you know you're feeling lonely but i think it's a good thing it's not like it's not like a song like i we were in love and now i now we're not everything's wrong i feel bad no this is more like yearning to be in love and i think that's a happier emotion and like i said i love romantic music and trying to cross off that list of being going on my first date but anyway this one is the only song on the top five not in the, that was sung by a girl Lilo McCann uh, she was a country music she's a country music artist uh, she made a big splash with the song back in 1997 I believe but didn't much make much of a splash from there on out which is kind of sad I mean she has a powerful voice and you know I, no wonder the song was a big hit so but Kind of, you know, I wish she would have stayed on the charts for a while, adding some more other songs for uh, over the years. I think she did play one other song that I really liked. I can't remember off the top of my head what its name was, but yeah. Uh, anyway, I just listened to it, uh, you know, one day at work. Uh, this is how, it, this is probably why it made the list. Well, one night at work, I was, you know, trying to figure out what song I want to play, you know, switch out, you know, one of the older songs I wanted to switch out on the country station, and I'm like, I want to fall in love. I, I think I remember that. And so I was, um, you know, at the station at night. I put it in the list, and then I was listening to the song, and I was just like, oh, man, this song really kicks. You know, not just, you know, my own personal connection to the song, you know, about wanting to fall in love and stuff like that, but it's just really well done. It's just, uh, it just like, it's catchy. She does a good job singing it, uh, really good instrumentals. I mean, if you're a fan of 90s country like I am, it, it will just make you, it will just make you feel like, oh, awesome. It makes you feel awesome. So, yeah, this is probably the happiest of the song, even though it's not about, she hasn't found the person she wants to fall in love with yet. But I think, you know, wanting to fall in love is still a much better thing than, you know, longing for somebody that, you know, you know, you break up and it just ended badly, you know? So anyway, here is number the number three song of 2021 on Spotify Wrapped. I Want to Fall in Love by Lila McCann. Standing in the dark 
All right, and we're counting down the top five songs Spotify wrapped on Jason's Journal 2021. Uh, well, this is the first time I wanted it. Uh, um, obviously, my first year doing the podcast, and my first time really going into detail about this top five countdown. Um, obviously, I, uh, not obviously, I shouldn't say that, but I did share over the years my um, Spotify rap for each year and never go on, going into too much detail. But I figured, you know, since I have a podcast, maybe we talk about it, you know, a cool way to share my love, uh, some of my love of music, some of the stuff about me. I also share you know, uh, why these songs mean so much to me, you know, especially even if those songs are not like new, you know, not like new ones that were just released or something like that, you know, from movies, they're just songs that, you know, really have a deep connection with me and those. Yeah. Anyway, now we go to number two and this is from Rod Stewart and, you know, a lot, like a lot of people I've, you know, you you listen to Rod Stewart. He has a very rat hoarse voice, a very raspy voice, singing voice. Sometimes that can be kind of hard to hear on certain songs. But you got to admit, he when he is uh, on, he is really really on, and for a good chunk of the time, more often than not. And this song was actually originally written by Tom Waits, which I found pretty funny because you know Tom Waits, uh, he's a character. He has his own. Very unique style of songs, but this one is about a song. It's basically about wanting to meet someone. It's set. It's in the lyric. It's in the chorus. Will I see you tonight on a downtown train? Because uh, there's a giveaway. It's a song, downtown train. You know, it's um, and it's a very emotional song. It's about a dreamlike song, like you're just waiting to have a chance to see this woman that you love and tell her how you feel but at the same time you get a little lonely that you don't see her you know it's a you know it is a song about longing but it's not like the most like painful kind of longing songs it's more wistful it's more dreamlike and i just really love what uh rod stewart did with the song and made it into a big hit it was a number three hit back in the early 90s and Probably the biggest song, uh, biggest hit the, by a song ever written by Tom Waits because Tom Waits does good work. He just, well, he's not a very commercial kind of artist. He's very, he very much his own artist, uh, but not you know commercial or mainstream like that. Anyway, let's hear uh, Rod. Uh, so here at number two for 2021, I also listened, started listening to this song uh, last year, same time as Under the Milky, uh, Milky Way. But here is Rod Stewart. His rendition of Downtown Train coming in at number two on Spotify Rap on Jason's Journal. Outside another yellow wind has punched a hole in the nighttime mist. I climb to the window. And down to the street I'm shining like a new diamond The downtown trains are full Full of all them Brooklyn girls They try so hard To break out of their little worlds You wave your hand And they scatter like crows They have nothing that'll ever capture your heart They're just thorns without the rose Be careful of it in the dark Oh, if I was the one You chose to be your only one Oh, baby, can't you hear me now? Can't you hear me now? Will I see you tonight? On a downtown train I'm 
heart attacks They stay at the carnival But they'll never win your back Will I see you tonight On a downtown train Every night, every night is just the same Alrighty, we've made it past, uh, we've counted down the first, the top five so far, or, uh, numbers five through two so far on Spotify Rap on this episode of Jason Shiro. Now we come to number one, and this one is very emotional. This one's a very emotional song, like I mentioned before. I like songs that make you feel even, even you know, regard, uh, it could be a song that, you know, if, if it makes you feel happy or it makes you think about the person you love, then... I just like listening to songs like that. I also like listening to songs that really get you in the feels. And this one is from, well, this was also another big hit back in the early 90s. This one is from Phil Collins. And um, many people may know Phil Collins, the guy who wrote the song In the Air Tonight and um, other songs like that. Well, this one is more, you know, it's more direct it's not like in the air tonight where it's all kind of mysterious and full of nuance and stuff like that or foreboding. But this one is more direct. It's about, it's called I Wish It Would Rain. And it's not a happy song. It's a song about feeling sad. You just want it to, because you're already, basically the song is about you're already feeling bad enough for how things turned out. Now you just want it to rain so you can get on, you know, get it all over for you. You know, rain, you know, that feeling, you know, you're just... You're already in pain. You just want it to just go, let it all go, and then you can move on, you know. And um, so, yeah, this song is very emotional. It's also very powerful. So uh, I I played it a lot over the years for various reasons, not just because when I was feeling sad, I just thought it was just really well done too. You know, you can play an emotional song but not be in that emotional state. You know, you can play a song that's, really sad or really happy but you just want to listen to it uh, and you're not either so you just want to listen to it and so that's why i guess this song became the number one song on spotify wrapped also one more piece of trivia the guitar work done by mr eric clapton and i know eric clapton's been making the news as of late and i have my own opinions about him but we're um and his work but we're not going to talk about that you know uh, Flawed human being as he is, 
very gifted artist as well. Anyway, so here it is, the final, uh, the number one song, according to Spotify Wrapped, uh, for Jason's, uh, my pot, uh, for my Spotify account, it's Phil Collins, and I wish it would rain down.
Alrighty, we counted down the top five songs on Spotify Wrapped. Uh, Spotify Wrapped is a little yearly thing they do. If you have a Spotify account, counting down like your top songs, your top artists, top genre, how many minutes you've listened to all year, and we already covered that. And you know, I wanted to do something special and you know play the top five songs and um, that I listened to in 2021. Uh, for various reasons, you know, maybe because I just wanted the emotion of it, maybe because I just wanted to hear it, you know, just hear that song, you know, play in my head, The not just the vocals, but also the the music and stuff like that. So a lot of emotion in this top five list, uh, maybe next year, maybe not so much, maybe just some more straight up jamming songs, stuff like that, you know, because there's bound to be them. It's not like I'm just all in for the feels. I'm also in for the jam, man. So anyway, I just wanted to share this as a unique way to wrap up um, 2021, our schedule of 2021 on Jason's Journal. And maybe we'll do it next year for uh, uh, Spotify Rap 2022. Talk about that. How about that? Because maybe it's a yearly tradition we can do. You know, just something different for Jason's Journal. Also, you know, it's not like indirectly for... You know, if you think about it, this episode is, you know, is also a valid journal page in Jason's journal because, you know, normally we split it up into uh, different categories of certain emotions, certain aspects of life. But this also is a, this also gives you an aspect into what I love for music and stuff like this, you know, and uh, my reasoning about it. So, yeah, I think this you know, we're going to do something like this again next year for Spotify Rap 2022. And by far, and, and, you know, by far with all the music that's going to be added to it in its entirety, we're not going to do any editing or cutting out of uh, elements of the song. Well, this is probably going to be the longest episode of Jason's Journal so far. But hey, we got We had to cross that bridge some other uh, in some form. Anyway, thank you for listening to Jason's Journal, episode 21, Spotified Rap 21, uh, 2021. And I'll try to get you a new episode coming up in the new year. And by the way, don't forget, our first full year will be sometime in February. I think it was like February 11th. Off the top, I can't remember off the top of my head. But we'll talk about that and other stuff on Jason's Journal. I'm Jason Holcomb. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. By the way, this if you're curious, this episode was done on December 27th, 2021. So hope everyone's also had a great Christmas as well. Anyway, take care, and we'll see what we can do uh, for the next episode.